0: Hey folks, it's Brian Cook, your host here with an exciting offer from our new sponsor, PopPorn.com. Popporn.com is the internet's most reliable and discreet adult entertainment shopping destination, and they want to give you five free full-length adult DVDs with any order of $15 or more. Just visit popporn.com forward slash erotic fan to take advantage of this amazing introductory offer for competitive erotic fan fiction listeners. So go ahead. You deserve it. Visit popporn.com forward slash erotic fan, and when you spend just $15, they'll give you five additional adult DVDs absolutely free with your order. You love getting free stuff, so go get it. Buy yourself some stuff to put in your holes, uh, buy some porn, and uh, support the podcast. PopPorn.com forward slash erotic fan.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com
0: Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Cook, and you've found the internet's number one most trusted source for Muppet boners and horny loners. Bunch of upcoming dates for you. If you are listening to this on November 8th, you can still catch me tonight in Knoxville on the Scruffy City Comedy Festival doing stand-up tomorrow night, stand-up in Nashville. November 9th at the East Room. November 10th, Star Bar in Atlanta. November 11th. Hattiesburg at Brewskis. These are all stand up dates. The station in Baton Rouge on November 12th. And then 13, 14, and 15. I'll be in New Orleans for Hell Yes Fest doing stand up as well as competitive erotic fan fiction. November 16th, competitive erotic fan fiction at the Virgil in Los Angeles. That is a free show. Uh, November 20th at the Rendezvous in Seattle. December 26th at Great Scott in Boston. And December 28th at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Today we've got round two from a show recorded August 24th, 2014 at the Doug Fur Lounge in Portland, Oregon, where I will be back on November 23rd, 2014, this time at the Funhouse Lounge. But let's listen now to the last Portland show featuring Zach Toscani, David Borey, Shane Torres, and Joanne Chinderley reading pieces they wrote based on audience suggestions. First you hear them draw topics, then we fast forward to the finished pieces. Enjoy. Please welcome your first round one comic who's brought a prepared piece, Amy Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, girl.
1: You guys ready? All right. I want you to know I'm not very good at voices. Good morning, boys and girls. Welcome to the Playhouse. Are you ready for today's secret word? <laughs> so bad. Good morning, Konki. What's today's secret word? Good morning, Pee-wee. Konky 3000, ready to assist you. Today's secret word is cock. Okay, boys and girls. You know what? whenever anybody says the secret word, scream real loud. Let's try it. Hey, Brian.
0: Oh, hi, Amy. I didn't know I was participating in this.
1: What did you put in your girlfriend's butt last night?
0: My cock.
1: (laughs) And with that sound of screams, Pee-wee put on his bike helmet and rode out of the playhouse. If you've ever wondered why Pee Wee left the Playhouse every Saturday, it's because he knew that Saturdays were when the Playhouse puppets had their weekly Freaky Fuck Fest.
2: <laughs>
1: and Pee Wee wanted no part of it because he is a wonderful, upstanding person who has been through enough. <laughs> said Cherry. As the door to the playhouse closed, Cherry raised her dumb floppy arms and yelled, Who wants to sit on my face? Which is the only place you can actually sit on, Cherry, anyway, but she's too fucking stupid to know the difference. Magic Screen wheeled up, and Cherry started going to town on Magic Screen's trackball. With her big, sloppy, upholstered tongue. <laughs> As always happened when Magic Scream came, came real hard, the sound of 90s R. Kelly videos filled the room. The freaky fuck party was on. <laughs> Old troublemaker Randy dropped down from the ceiling. Hey, who wants to lick my asshole? <laughs> does. Billy Maloney was the only one who ever wanted to eat out Randy's asshole because he was the only one that wouldn't get splinters. (laughs) Just then, Terry flew in all jealous and lame. What about me, Randy? What about Terry? I want to ruin your asshole, Randy. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Terry, you stupid cow. Wish? Did somebody say wish? (laughs) Looks like Jombie's box was open for business. (laughs) Hello, Jombie. I... This is conky. (laughs) I wish... I wish somebody would suck this fat robot cock. Need to make a wish for that Conky. Let's just call Miss Avon over. She's a Mecca Lecca high mecha hiney ho. <laughs> Hello everyone! Did someone say suck a fat robot cock? <laughs> Miss Avon dropped to her knees and started tuning up Conky <laughs> like she'd done six years at Devry for it. <laughs> When he was just about to short-circuit, Conky flipped Miss Yvonne around, pushed up her hoop skirt, squirted a load of WD-40 on his cock, (laughs) grabbed a handful of beehive, and started blasting the most beautiful asshole in all of puppet land. Presenting His Royal Majesty, the King... No surprise, those little yellow sluts were always presenting. The king of cartoons flopped out his massive royal cock and started pollinating one flower at a time, exclaiming, Let the fucking begin! The flowers choked so hard on that big black dick a stream of dew dripped down their tender faces. They cried. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> cowboy Curtis moseyed into the playhouse to find the king giving it to the flowers, ripped down the king's velvet breeches and rode him like a wild bull. Who's the king now? yee <laughs> The second that sweet caramel cowboy Curtis cock Hit the king of cartoons G-spot He released his royal subjects All over the flower's petals As cowboy Curtis Gently whipped back His man lasso Out of the king's asshole The king of cartoons Sighed heavily I am a man More sinned against Than sinning Thank you
0: (laughs) Amy Miller Nice going Amy Here we go for Andy
3: McDonald. Hello, friends. When I was a child, my favorite book was Roald Dahl's The BFG. (laughs) Yeah. So my story is called The BFG's BFD. (laughs) It was midnight in Lord Cecil's orphanarium for shitty garbage children no one cares about anymore. Little 12-year-old Sophie lay awake in her bed, haunted by the vision of her father's corpse hanging by pantyhose in her living room, covered (laughs) in fecal matter and semen with a note that just said, This is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Gloria, Sophie's mother, died during childbirth when her pussy literally exploded (laughs) due to Sophie's morbid obesity as a baby. (laughs) So it totally was her fault. <laughs> she looked out the window and saw a hulking, 50-foot-tall figure strolling down the street. It stopped at every house and stuck its crotch in every window for a moment, convulsed uncontrollably, and moved to the next. The figure locked eyes with Sophie and bound towards her window. Before Sophie could react, a gargantuan, glorious, Peter Northesque penis... Crashed through the window and sucked her right into its foreskin. (laughs) For some reason, though, Sophie wasn't afraid of this penis like the hundreds of penises she's seen before. (laughs) This penis seemed friendly. (laughs) It's gonna get so much worse. (laughs) Hours passed with Sophie trapped in her fleshy dick prison. She survived solely on the pre-cum, periodically dripping out of the penis head. (laughs) It tasted... It tasted like salty cotton candy dipped in a jar of pennies. (laughs) She heard a door slam, a zip, some rustling. She tumbled out of the foreskin into a cave where a giant elephant man meets corky-esque figure loomed over her wearing the kind of overalls Alabamans fuck each other in. (laughs) you, she asked nervously. The big figure grinned to show a set of disgustingly stereotypical British teeth.
2: Hello there, I'm
3: the big friendly giant. Friends call me the BFG for short, and this is my big friendly dick. <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> the head of the
3: giant's penis jerked to life and curved towards Sophie like that weird robot eye from Flatter the Navigator and, <laughs> and giggled. <laughs> It burped and outspurted a translucent cum globule. <laughs> in it, Sophie could see her neighbor, who had loving parents not affected by sudden exploding pussy syndrome, Lucian Swiggenbottom, ferociously humping his portly British math teacher over a desk, her giant milk-filled British boobies flopping like Ziklop bags full of watered-down molasses. <laughs> oh my! Sophie exclaimed and recoiled in fright. The BFG snickered. Silly human beings, this is a dream. How else you think you young chillums have them gloryumptious dolly-frumping dreams of naked time wrestling with the grown-ups? <laughs> me and me big friendly dick galley from house to house each night and whiz pop them onto the sleeping chillums. <laughs> Before Sophie could process the thought of a 50-foot-tall autistic man-child ejaculating sex <laughs> dreams on the sleeping children... There was a loud banging at the door. Quick, hide in this snozz the BFG yelled. He pointed at a large, half-eaten, ribbed cucumber lying on the floor the size of 100 great American Challenge dildos. She hid in the chewed-off tip of the snozz- of the cumber The BFG answered the door, and his eight brothers, the titty fondler, the boner muncher, the period blood drinker, the dick destroyer, The clit stomper, the cum guzzler, the rump ravager, and of course, the kid diddler (laughs) entered wearing nothing but loincloths. They circled ominously around the BFG. We heard you talking to one of them silly human beings. Where is she? We're hungry, the titty fondler yelled. No one here but me, TF, (laughs) the BFG said sheepishly. We'll be seeing about that. Without another word, the brothers lift, ripped off their loincloths to reveal their disgusting, smelly erections. The titty fondler forced the BFG to his knees, and the brothers took turns shoving their cocks down the big friendly giant's big friendly throat. <laughs> they then began bukakiing the BFG. They were ejaculate, striking his face with the force of a rubber bullet shot at a protester in Ferguson. <laughs> told you guys. (laughs) The Rump Ravager, fully living up to his name, tore the butt flap off the BFG's overalls, grabbed the snozz cumbers Sophie was hiding in, and shoved it deep into the BFG's ass. (laughs) After a few minutes, after a few thrusts, excuse me, the BFG's asshole was more gaping than the maw of a hungry Sarlacc, and Sophie tumbled into the BFG's cavernous rectum. (laughs) It was festooned with hundreds of hemorrhoids Shining in the darkness like stinky Chinese lanterns (laughs) She touched one of the hemorrhoids and it exploded (laughs) A thunderous river of hemorrhoid blood shot out of the BFG's anus Sending Sophie flying across the cave But a layer of Pat Robertson covering the floor, cushioning her fall Pat Robertson, of course, being much like Santorum, but instead of a frothy mixture of analube and semen, it's a viscous mixture of hemorrhoid blood and semen. <laughs> <laughs> the big friendly dick, seizing an opportunity, sucked into Pat Robertson and spat out a, clum, a cum globule right into the into the titty farmer's mouth. The cum globule had the rape scene from Deliverance in it. <laughs> The BFG then ran to Sophie and hid her in his pocket. He then sat in the corner and said, Watch this, and he winked. In a cum dream frenzy, the titty fondler proceeded to fuck his brothers to death in various violent yet hilarious fashions. <laughs> the titty fondler drifted out of his frenzy, standing in the middle of his pile of his brothers' corpses. Gazing upon the chaos he just wreaked, the titty fondler lost all hope, grabbed a rock, and said, I'm finished! <laughs> he then yelled, and Cretton bashed his own skull in. <laughs> Heavens the Betsy, Sophie yelled. <laughs> eh, they were some meanie heads anyway. Ain't that right? He looked down at the BFD, and the BFD looked up and spurted out a cum bubble with a thumbs-up emoji in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you want some snozcumber?" The BFG asked. The end. <laughs> and McDonald! Here we go for Nathan Brannan.
4: I should have been nasty, man. All right. Well, all right. This is called uh, Young Money Shot. <laughs> for the rap fans. Uh, Little Wayne was horny to begin with. Uh, <laughs> he was on the tour bus. Him, Nicki Minaj, and Drake headed to their next show. They did like they always did on the tour bus. Nikki went to find a quiet space so she could listen to her own voice. And Drake went to the bathroom so he could practice pouty faces in the mirror. <laughs> Little Wayne went off by himself. Uh, he usually has a lot of groupies with him, but they just didn't do it for him anymore. There was something else, uh, also, or more specifically someone else, that he longed for. Drake had been running through his mind all day. He wanted him so bad. Who wouldn't, with that voice like a songbird, hazelnut complexion, and I heard he has genital warts, which help with pleasure. I don't know what that meant. Wayne slumped down on the couch and turned to the only thing he wanted inside him more than Drake, his beloved syrup. Mmm. Codeine, soda, and juice in a party cup. He gulps down half the cup in one pull. Up, up, and away, he said. <laughs> then he lost consciousness and started a dream. But not just any dream, the same dream he's had for the last three weeks. Little Wayne is floating on a wonderful yellow cloud of light when suddenly a giant cup of syrup appears out of nowhere. Put your lips on it, the voice in the cloud says. He puts his, the huge cup to his lips. As he had tons of times before, closed his eyes and enjoyed the pleasure. Suddenly, the shape of the cup changed. It no longer felt like a cup, but more like something phallic. His eyes opened, and what does he see but a very large, cartoonish, golden brown penis. And who did that penis happen to be attached to? None other than Drizzy Drake himself. Oh, and oh boy, did little Wayne enjoy that. So much that it began to show while he was asleep. His dick began to swell and swell in his pants. Just then, who should come in but Nicki Minaj? Tunchi, can I still can I hang out in here? Drake's in the bathroom practicing his crying and it's getting too loud. I can't hear myself. Tunchi? Nicki uh, notices that Lil Wayne is asleep and really really enjoying something.
2: She,
4: she sees that his cock is filled up. What little space there was in his skinny jeans (laughs) They called him Little Wayne But there was nothing little about What was hanging between his legs His hard cock reached halfway down his pants leg And he was sagging So you do the math (laughs) What the hell is he dreaming about Nikki asked herself I bet it's that heifer Iggy Azalea Nikki's (laughs) Nikki's paranoia ran wild She will not be outdone by some fake-ass Australian bitch, even if it is in Lil Wayne's dream. She became very upset and, surprisingly, very wet. Nikki kneels down in front of Lil Wayne, eager to get that big black cock in her mouth. She opens up her mouth, resembling a Muppet caught by surprise, and slides that cock in there. Wayne wakes up to see Nikki going down on him, But Nikki's cartoonish look really confused him He didn't think he had actually awakened Just transported to another dream So he leaned back And enjoyed it Yeah, suck that dick, Drake (laughs) Nikki stopped her blowjob and stared at him blankly Little Wayne realized it was not a dream anymore As not to arouse any suspicion uh, Little Wayne turns Nikki around Bends her over Her massive booty implants reflect in Little Wayne's sunglasses (laughs) I'm going in, little Wayne said. He shoved his face in between those butt cheeks and ate that pussy from the back. He gave her the patented cheat code. That's where you take your tongue and you swipe left, right, up, up, left. (laughs) And Nikki loved it. He pulled his face out of Nikki's butt, now missing those sunglasses. (laughs) She turned around, put him on the floor, and shoved that cock even further in her throat this time. Mmm, that's so nice, Drizzy. Ah, I mean, Nikki. Fuck! The Wayne... (laughs) Wayne had slipped up again, and Nikki was obviously fed up. Just then, Drake busted out of the bathroom. What, did someone call my name? Is there some attention out here for me? Drake sees Nicky kneeling in front of Lil Wayne, gripping his dick like an arcade game, and he quickly realized what was going on, and a wave of sadness washed over him. He had wanted Nicky for so long, and a single tear rolled down his cheek because he realized what was going on. I'm crying again. I guess it's time to make another album. (laughs) Drake turns to leave, but before he can leave, Lil Wayne stops to motion him to come over and join them. Drizzy... Young money sticks together no matter what, he said And also into each other So come get this butt, Nikki chimes in She arched her back, showing Drake her pussy it was, it, was just as if, uh, it was just as he had imagined The carpet was, vir- was a virtual carbon copy of the drapes Framing it were, were blonde hair extensions Extending the entire <laughs> length of the vagina The breeze from the tour bus uh, uh, tour bus air conditioning Softly caresses her vagina weave In Drake's direction <laughs> Resembling <laughs> Resembling a come hither motion She lays on her right side And lifts her left, her left leg To give Drake a better view Her beautiful horizontal vagina was mesmerizing The lips swelled Dripping with lady juice Resembling the mouth of a brain dead chimpanzee She was ready Drake didn't waste any time putting his face in between Nikki's butt cheeks So far, in fact, he was able to give her soft Eskimo kisses on her butthole Oh, Drizzy, how'd you know that's my spot? And it was Drake wiggled his nose faster and faster and flared his nostrils over and over That did the trick Nikki, she couldn't hold it anymore and blurted out gibberish, uh, similar to the inflections of her rap style. <laughs> he pulls his head out, wearing the same pair of sunglasses <coughs> that Little Wayne had earlier. He pulls them off just in time to see, to see that Nikki is still coming, her asshole expanding and, and contracting like the subwoofers on the concert stage. Drake was very pleased with himself. I just licked her butthole. You already know, though. Don't on, don't only live once. That's a model, nigga Dolo, and we got it every day, a day, a day. Got her sitting on my face like Olavoyle. <laughs> Nikki was not amused. She grabbed his head and shoved it back into her butt. She wanted him to stop from talking before the mood was ruined again, because there's nothing that dries up a woman's vagina faster than a guy talking to her. <laughs> He makes her orgasm again, and she grabs Little Wayne's dick, uh, who had passed out on the account of the syrup, and brings him back to life. As he awoke, he notices the massive erection under uh, Drake's jeans, and he thought, this is my fantasy come true. Trying his best not to disturb Nikki, he reaches over and unzips Drake's pants to get to that dick. He gets the zipper down, and there it is, the most handsome, cream-colored cock he had ever seen. It popped out of the zipper hole, straightened up, and stood at attention. It looks so proud and majestic, a dick you can get behind, a, a dick you would take orders from. If Drake's penis had run against Barack Obama in 2008, this country would be more divided than it is today. He, he put his lips around Drake's penis and started sucking. Drake popped his head out of Nikki's butt again and was surprised. Hey, Drake said, that's, that's not bad at all. Uh, his eyes rolled back and he put his face back in between Nikki's legs. With each uh, uh well, they're all connected now, forming a uh, rapper triangle on the floor, ironically resembling Rockefeller Records. So, uh, uh, oh, he, he gave a lot of attention to her vagina uh, and was very proud of himself again. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. Uh... Nikki closes her thighs on his head Hoping to keep him focused Like the blinders on a horse (laughs) It worked Drake went to work And he licked her up and down And he gave her the old bug face That's where you lick a woman's clit And then you put two fingers in And move them around like the mandibles of a beetle (laughs) That did the trick Nikki went nuts Oh, oh, oh She made a weird sound Drake and Wayne were surprised and stopped. She said, Sorry, every time I come really hard, I start to auto tune. <laughs> Me too, said Drake. Me too, said Wayne. <laughs> they all went back to work, eager to make each other auto tuned hard. <laughs> Nikki first started the chain reaction Here it comes, here it comes. Uh. She squirts all over Drake's face like they were trying to raise awareness for ALS. <laughs> That was enough for Drake uh, He squirts and comes in Lil Wayne's face with the last two drops Landing right on the teardrop tattoos Below his right eye uh, And that was great for Lil Wayne As he came all over Nikki's face Body fluids covering them all Just then the bus driver stops And the driver pokes his head out We've arrived he said Little Wayne chimes in We sure did We sure did they erupt into laughter again, and the music plays like the end of a 70s sitcom. The end. <laughs> Nathan Brannan. You're going, buddy.
0: And your final round one competitor, Barbara Holm. Oh, hey, Babs. Thanks, ma'am. 10 bonus points for bringing me a beer on stage. <laughs>
5: Hi, everybody. There are no points. <laughs> okay. 18 year old legal aged Veronica Mars. Jeez. <laughs> sat behind her private investigator desk performing kegels the, the office door opened the edge of the door nudging the little bell like a tongue nudging a beautiful clitoris <laughs> thus entered Veronica Mars's on again off again boyfriend Logan Eccles <laughs> Logan stepped into the office and tilted his head to the left like a male phallus tilts to the left with an attractive subtle curve <laughs> Veronica I need your help "'You need my help getting your clothes off?' she quipped. "'Logan swiped everything off the desk "'in a heat of manly man passion. He, "'He picked Veronica Mars up easily "'with his strong masculine hands and arms "'and set her down on her desk. "'He reached up her small tight thigh "'and lifted her Doc Martin-clad feet "'over his shoulder. <laughs> "'Said Logan, "'I'm being framed for murder "'and I need your help to clear my name.' And why would I do that? Veronica breathed. She could feel his giant wiener erection struggling to free itself of his pants as he dry humped her wet crotch area. (laughs) His bulging wiener rubbed up against her teenage pussy mound like a cat rubbing its head against a teenage pussy mound. (laughs) Because Veronica, my dick is epic, spanning decades. Logan slid his fingers under the waistband of Veronica's checkered plaid flare pants. Also, I saw the guy who actually committed the murder, and he had a weird bumpy thing going on with his forehead. Let me guess, chirped a chirpy voice from the door. It was an even tinier, blonder 18-year-old. She continued, the victim had two tiny neck wounds, almost like... (laughs) Marks,
2: <laughs>
5: Who are you? Asked the befuddled Logan. She smiled. I'm Buffy, the vampire slayer. <laughs> and you are? <laughs> Later, Buffy and Veronica traipsed through the graveyard looking for the vampire, searching through the darkness like a teenage male fan of either of their TV shows searching for an elusive G-spot. <laughs> a sick broke behind them. What was that? Asked Buffy. I've got a theory, said Veronica. It could be bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy reached back and grabbed Veronica's hand reassuringly. Veronica, Mars, and Buffy both looked down at their clasped interlocking fingers. Buffy, murmured Veronica Mars. Shh, it's okay, Veronica. Buffy brushed Veronica's bangs out of her face. Buffy leaned forward and kissed Veronica. Veronica's tongue slid out, wet and sloppy and floppy like Selma Blair's in that movie where she makes out with Buffy, but Buffy is a brunette. <laughs> Buffy kissed Veronica Mars' neck. Her hands encircled Veronica's waist. Buffy nuzzled at Veronica's collarbone, lips and tongue caressing beneath her puka shell necklace and Dandy Warhol's tank top. <laughs> Using her super slayer strength, kissing powers, Buffy slid Veronica's perky bosom between her lips and suckled on her Mr. Pointy. Buffy's supernatural superhero fingers slid beneath Veronica's steady, spiky belt and slid easily into Veronica Mars's tight, wet, private eye. <laughs> this is so much better than fucking a vampire, said Buffy, because she usually fucks vampires. <laughs> but they're mostly good vampires, hashtag not all vampires. <laughs> They fell to the ground in a flurry of blonde hair and eyeliner. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica unzipped Buffy's red leather pants. Your pussy is the chosen one, said Veronica to Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) Buffy replied, your tongue isn't at all like a vampire, because I totally invited in. Uh. (laughs) Veronica knelt and buried her face in Buffy's hell mouth. Licking and kissing the sub, subtle vagina lips whilst simultaneously inserting her finger and wiggling it upward. But then she inserted another finger and wiggled them alternatingly and rapidly, like a swimmer doing a flutter kick, but really tiny and inside Buffy's pussy. Some of you guys can take notes on how what I just said if you wanted to write it. <laughs> Buffy was wetter than a pool of vampire blood on a sacrificial tomb. Her her toes curled like a Joss Whedon plot twist. (laughs) Veronica triggered Buffy's G-spot and Buffy squirted all over Veronica's face. Bottom line is, even if you see him coming, you're not going to be ready for the big orgasms. Said the voiceover. (laughs) Veronica looked up with a vagina dew dripping off of her lips and chin and leaned in to kiss Buffy, water-falling lady juice all over their intertwining lips as they kissed. Buffy tasted her own sweet lady cum mixed in with Veronica's saliva saliva, and it tasted like power. (laughs) Buffy felt special, strong, chosen. (laughs) And then they got married and lived happily ever after. The end.
0: Barbara Holmes, stay right here, Barbara. Get everybody from round one back out. Uh, take notes. All right, so you guys will be voting on a winner. First, I'm just going to remind you of what everybody read, and then we'll vote after that. So we started with Amy Miller with Pee-Wee's Playhouse, then Andy McDonald with the BFG, Nathan Brannon with Young Money, and Barbara Holm with Buffy And Veronica, I didn't take notes during the show Uh, So, pick a favor with your applause Starting with Amy Miller, Pee Wee's Playhouse Andy McDonald, the BFG Nathan Brennan, Young Money and Barbara Holm Buffy and Veronica that's a close one I think that's Barbara Holm with Buffy and Veronica Mars congratulations Barbara big round of applause all of your round one That does it for round one. To hear round two, download episode 96 next week. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. For details on upcoming shows, you can always follow me on Twitter at Brian Cooking or follow the show at CEFanfic. See you next time.
2: Now leaving Nerdist.com.